breaking news from Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Welcome back to Sportsnet 960. It's a special bonus edition of Sportsnet uh, Sportsnet Today here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's Logan Gordon along with you. Peter Klein and Aaron Vickers joining us. They'll bring you uh, a bonus edition of Sportsnet Today coming up in just moments. But gentlemen, uh, we have some breaking news in the NHL to react to. So that's why we are jumping in uh, ahead of the PDO cast here on Sportsnet 960. Uh, The official news, Bo Horvat has been traded from the Vancouver Canucks and is now a New York Islander. Yeah, a uh, a very surprising news today, or a very surprising move today. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks tweeting out five minutes ago uh, that they have announced that Bo Horvat is on his way to the Islanders for Anthony Bavillier, Adu Raddy, and a protected first round pick in the 2023 NHL entry draft. Um, I, I don't know if this is a return anyone was expecting, nor a destination anyone was anticipating. We, we've heard a lot of rumors around Horvat for a long time, and I. If I had a nickel for every time the Islanders' name came up, I'd have no nickels. Like, I, I don't recall that one at all. Aaron, thoughts on this? Well, that's Lou Lamorello for you right yeah, there, yeah. first and foremost. There is nothing leaking out of the Islanders' camp, and if anything happened to trickle out of the Vancouver side of things, he's axing that deal immediately. He does not fool around when it comes to rumors and things getting out from his organization. I'm curious about this move, to be perfectly honest, because right now the New York Islanders aren't in a playoff spot. They yep. sit two back of the second wild card in the Eastern Conference, and they are proverbially shoving the chips in by bringing in Bo Horvat, who's in the midst of a career season. Yes, Bo Horvat uh, has been the the focus in Vancouver for a little while, PK, and mainly because, according to the general manager, who just or the I should say the president of hockey operations, who helped swing this trade, no doubt in Vancouver, Bo Horvat had simply priced himself out of the market in Vancouver. They had money for JT Miller. <laughs> And they had money for Andre Kuzmenko, yeah. but when it came to Bo Horvat, no money to be found. Yeah, no, the bar is set very high when you have to clear JT Miller. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one to set. But no, this is like the, the, the line in the sand, I think, was drawn when they did sign JT Miller to that, uh, what is, quite frankly, in my opinion, just ridiculous contract extension that has never looked good in Vancouver this year. And Horvat, to his credit, has played phenomenal this season. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was an interesting spot that the Canucks were in. I know a lot of Canuck fans wanted them to, to figure out a way to, to keep Horvat in Vancouver. And now you, you see kind of the direction the Canucks were going. They weren't telling any lies when they said they're going to go for more prospects than picks, which again, I think is insane in one of the most loaded draft classes we've had in two decades, but they, they go, there's only one pick in this draft. You have Bavillier, who's 25 years old and you have Raddy, who is 20 years old. So they're going more to the prospect route than the pick route, which I think is, is interesting. I think that that's the way they have to go. And that's the way they should be going. And they well, should have done this well st- before exactly. signing Kuzmenko because Kuzmenko would have fetched you a pick and a prospect signing JT Miller was a, a step in the wrong direction, I would say, based on where the organization was heading. So now you've got Bo Horvat, who's getting shipped out. Is this going to be a... They're not going to call it a rebuild. They're going to call it a retool on the fly. But right. no matter how you shake it, when you trade your captain, who has 31 goals, 54 points, and 49 games this season, oh. you're definitely moving in a different direction. Well, and it's I didn't interesting. he was that good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the numbers are really uh, <laughs> astounding for Bo Horvat He's going to get paid. Exactly, yeah. and... Yeah. Uh, you know, PK, the words that came out from Jim Rutherford were, quote-unquote, major surgery. 
Yeah. This qualifies as major surgery, at least the first step of it. Oh, absolutely it does. Um, also, we're getting uh, a bit more word on the protections on this one. It is a top 12 protected pick this year. Um, so the, the Islanders kind of covering their respective arses going into, well, like, a- anything that doesn't have protection on it is very risky going into to this draft. But no, like the, the, they've said, major surgery is needed. Um, Bavillier is a player who I, I've liked. I don't know if he's necessarily been in the best system to flourish offensively with the New York Islanders. Yep. I, I would bet money on this kid scoring at least 20 at some point in his career. Um, he has, Oh, I guess he has. He's been there 18. once. But it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. But yeah, it, it hasn't, hasn't worked since basically. So th- this is, it's an interesting step here for the Vancouver Canucks. And now that the obvious question is going to be what's next. I love this trade protection portion because very clearly the New York Islanders are going all in. They're not in a playoff spot right now, as we mentioned, but it's like, Ah, uh, just in case this backfires <laughs> yeah. on us, you're not getting our pick if it's a top twelve. But I guess to the to the point of that, Vickers, I'm I'm curious how you look at this and from a Vancouver perspective on the return. So you you wind up making this trade, and I guess if you're looking at it and saying, okay, well Boston's the other option. I like my chances of a pick being higher from New York right now than I do from Boston. Yeah, but you're still talking about a pick that's not going to get you into the top twelve. You're talking about Anthony Bavillier, who, like Peter mentioned, good young player, 25 years old, but hasn't maybe reached the heights in close to 500 NHL games that you would have hoped. And you're talking about Atu Rati uh, coming in as a, a good prospect to add to your system. If you're reacting from a Vancouver side of things right now, how do you feel? I would feel, well, all things considered, Bo Horvat was, is planned to walk at the end of the year. There's no room from a Vancouver perspective. And I'm guessing that he wouldn't have been thrilled about coming back on a team-friendly massive discount. So, one, you're getting three assets back for a player you weren't going to have at the end of the year. Well, that's simple enough to deal with there. But when you look at the return, yeah, the draft pick isn't going to be in the top 12. But this is a deep, deep draft. If you have any first-round picks you can fire off, you stand a good chance of getting somebody that's going to end up being either a top six winger, a top four defenseman. Goalies, not so much at the top end of this year's draft. But you're going to get a player who in two to three to four years is going to slide into your lineup. And then you add Aturatu into that equation as well, who should have been a first round pick. I believe it was a second round pick. I haven't gone to look, yeah. but he was rated highly, highly, highly in his draft year and just kept sliding, sliding, sliding. He's going to be a guy that did see some time already this year in the NHL. So he might get a look in the Vancouver Canucks lineup almost immediately. And then you have Beauvillier, who's just another young piece that's going to, now, I don't want to say revitalize or rebuild around the core, but he's going to be a key piece that probably can play top six minutes as well. So, Islanders side of things. We just we talked about when we came in here, Klein, that who had the Islanders on this bingo card. That's an interesting move. Uh, yep. They are right in the midst of a battle for a wild card spot. You could probably throw them in with Florida, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Washington. As of right now, Sabres ahead of them by a point. Pittsburgh is two up on them, but with three games in hand. So the Islanders are certainly in this thing. There's no doubt about that. But three, five, and two in their last 10, and clearly Lou Lamorello feeling like he needed to change something with his group and make some major swing. Yeah, Lou Lamorello is not someone who enjoys picking high in drafts. You know, like he no. he he would much rather go for it. And they're kind of right on that that line of you know what or get off the pot. 
self-censorship. Um, <laughs> well done. But, thank you. Um, but you know, you look at like where they're at right now. Like you said, it's just three wins in their last 10, two points out of a playoff spot, which is a bit deceiving because they've played more games or the same amount of games as everyone in the Eastern Conference right now. And it's not like the teams around them are like poised to fall off, right? Like I... Pittsburgh being the second wildcard team isn't stunning to me. And then the top three teams in the Metropolitan Division, I don't know if they're faltering at all either, right? So it's interesting because they're going to have to not only work their way to get in the playoffs, but they're going to have to top a, a good team to do it. Now, Bull Horvat is someone who we haven't got as many examples of it just because of where the Canucks have been, but he is built for playoff type hockey. I remember it was his rookie year against the Flames. He was the best Canuck in that series. Well, um, his game just seems so suited to that, right, guys? Yeah. Like he, That's a guy that you're thinking, okay, can bring me something offensively, but is also adept at his own zone and good on the faceoffs. I mean, that's that screams good playoff player, Klein. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like someone who you, you know is good in the locker room, uh, leadership wise, like those all the 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 cliche kind of things. And like I, I just you look at the the roster and he fits really, really well with this team. So uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how he's utilized, but I, I think this is a good fit for them. Yeah, I'm very curious to see where they go. Cause now down the middle, one, two, three, they can go. Horvat, Barzil, Nelson, Brock Nelson. So I don't know what the lines are going to be once he arrives and gets uh, acclimated to his new surroundings, but all of a sudden you've got three centers that are among, you know, the deepest center core in the league. We talk about the Calgary Flames having uh, Elias Lindholm and Nazem Kadri and Michael Backlund. Well, New York Islanders, uh, New York Islanders, pardon me, is that is a deep, deep three yeah. right down the middle. And then you've got, Pajot as well, if you yep. really want to. And, yeah. and again, one of these guys might shift to the left or shift to the right to make room for Bo, Hor Bo Horvat, but that is a deep center core for the New York Islanders. The last thing I want to get to before we, we hand things back over to uh, to regular programming with you guys, does this strike you as a guy that Lou Lamorello is going to go after and, and get eight years pen to paper and make this a long-term fit in New York? A couple of guys coming off of their, their books, including Semyon Varlamov, yeah. uh, his $5 million ticket is gone. Scott Mayfield with another 1.45. Uh, the rest of their forward group is almost all signed up uh, for years to come. But PK, do you see this being a long-term fit for the Islanders and Bo Horvath? Yeah, I do. Yeah, like you said, they have $12 million in projected cap space going into next season. And with all due respect to Scott Mayfield and Zach Parise, not a ton of like big-ticket items to, to have to deal with. They have Barzell locked up long-term. They have Nelson locked up long-term. Uh, they have a few others that it's kind of funny. They have them all locked up long-term. But they, they have the money, and they don't really have a pressing need in the next couple of years. So this is... While it's kind of out of nowhere today, Aaron, I that this is absolutely a team I could see Bo Horvat sticking with. Yeah, in the this, future. this is both a short term and a long term play, I would think, for mm -hmm. the New York Islanders who don't. Again, Lou Lamorello is probably not looking to blow out assets without having an idea of whether or not he can retain them after this season. I could see this being a play that helps them in the short term and and the long haul as well. So that's the breaking news here on Sportsnet 960. The Vancouver Canucks have traded captain Bo Horvat to the New York Islanders. In exchange, forward Anthony Bavillier, prospect Atsurati, and a protected 2023 first-round pick, uh, which according to Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet and Hockey Night in Canada, is top 12 protected this year. Uh, this is a bonus edition of Sportsnet Today. I'm Logan Gordon with Peter Klein and Aaron Vickers. We'll get back to uh, another edition of Sportsnet Today around the corner here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.